Hey, welcome to the Team Babe podcast. I'm Jason, and I'm Babe. And I'm Robin, and I'm Babe. <laughs> Did you forget who you were? For a second? Uh, no, not exactly. It was more of a self-consciousness factor for some reason. Not exactly sure why. Is it the bright lights? It's the bright lights. It's the big city. It's uh, it's being out on the ice, man. Oh, out on the ice. What is that a reference to? Like, you know, like a, um, an ice skating competition. I'll oh. see you on the ice, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's strange because I didn't realize you were so into ice skating. Yeah, it's it's one of the things I haven't shared with you that I'm I'm sure I will share at some point in the uh, pre-production notes. Okay. For an episode. Okay. So mark this down. Take this down, Smee. <laughs> <laughs> because I'll remember. I'm that. super into ice skating. Does that mean that we're gonna have an ice skating episode? Probably. Where I talk about Scott Hamilton Ham- Anders. <laughs> <laughs> Anderhamson? No. No? Is that that's not an ice skating guy? Tanya? Tanya. Hardman. No. no? <laughs> Harding? Harding. Tanya Harding. I think it's actually me that's into ice skating <laughs> and not you. Oh, it's Is that not possible? you. It's very possible. Okay. Very possible. Um But I don't think I mean, I don't think we're talking about ice skating in this episode, right? Well, I mean, we came all this way. We booked this expensive studio for our video production (laughs) (laughs) for our podcasting experience Uh and i mean i just really feel like we should do the whole thing right i agree i 100 (laughs) percent agree so why the fuck did we come here man (laughs) well because you said you want to talk about music why would i want to talk about music i mean (laughs) i don't don't even like music (laughs) that's not true do you listen to music yeah. Oh. That's not true. Don't tell lies. What's your favorite band? That's not a very nice question. No. <laughs> because I mean, how how can you really say like I have this one favorite band and you're gonna pick that as like your all time favorite? That's like, what's your favorite movie? Uh uh, 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 uh candidate. No, it's not. Yeah, not the, the old one it was uh um Frank Sinatra. What one? Is there another one? They're, they remade the Manchurian Candidate with uh, Denzel Washington and somebody else. And that's your favorite movie. So this is news to me. I mean, did we watch it? <laughs> Can, does it? Do we? Did we have to have watched it together for it to be my favorite? No. I mean, I feel like if it was your favorite, we would watch it a bunch of times. Yeah, I think maybe we tried to watch it and um, you might have gone to sleep. <laughs> so it might not have been your favorite. <laughs> so. What are you trying to say? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, probably an unfair question, you know, for a podcast, but I just thought it'd be fun. Like, one, two, three, go. Throw that in there. It's your favorite uh, band. And your favorite band is? Oh. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my favorite band, God dang. I mean, at one time that would have been a really easy answer. So like when I was like 16, I would have been like, it's the Smashing Pumpkins. But now that I'm 38, I wouldn't say that, you know? Well, that's what I assumed you would say. 
But I wouldn't say that now. Okay. Well, you're much... Uh, y- 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 there's been a lot of road between then and now. Right. Seen a lot of things. Right. Yeah. Been a lot of places. Had a lot of experiences. If this is a way of saying that I have a lot of wrinkles, I don't appreciate it. No, I think your skin is wonderful. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen a wrinkle <sighs> for days, bro. Oh, man. Saying all the right things. <laughs> yeah. No, your skin is looking wonderful. It has this uh, it has this glow as if it's been lit by um, a thousand uh, uh, <laughs> bl- blinking candles or something like that. Like, is that? I think. Uh, that's probably not good lighting. Gosh, I think you should work on this compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's good, good uh, lighting for like. Um, what's that movie about vampires? A thousand blinking candles. <laughs> you mean like uh, interview uh, with the vampire? Inter- yeah, exactly. Oh, is that what this is? Yeah. Oh, then my favorite band is the Smashing Pumpkins. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. Good. Yeah. Thanks. I. Uh, <laughs> I think. Um. Actually, if I had to like answer that question as my adult self, I might say Vampire Weekend, possibly. Oh, an Maybe. interesting, an interesting tie-in with yeah, vamp, the vampire I theme. I know, huh? But that's really a true answer. What about you? I'll what, be darned. What's your favorite band of oh all time? God. Of, I mean, I mean, of all time. Okay. <laughs> Talk about unfair questions. I mean, that's why I thought it would be funny to ask you because if somebody asked me, I would not be able to answer. Well, now you have to answer. Okay, the Doobie Brothers. That's not true. <laughs> See, you just tell lies when somebody asks you that. You're like, I don't know. The well, it's because, you know, I feel like if somebody's going to ask me that type of question and they're expecting me to actually answer it, like, earnestly, yeah, I'm just going to say the first thing that comes into my mind because, like, I don't know anybody that answer or that explanation because there's just too many factors, man. I can't figure that out. Oh, okay. That'd be like... Um, like <laughs> all I could think of was like, "What's your favorite color?" But like people ha- answer that all the time too. I but know it's you're, like, oh, oh. If you see, okay. well, I mean, I have a favorite color, but that one's hard too because it's like, well, I see all the, I see every single color that exists, every right. shade, every. Every seeing person sees every shade of color <laughs> that exists, right? What if they're colorblind? Okay. Every non-colorblind <laughs> seeing person sees every color that exists. Yeah. So how is this more special for you and your color choices? Oh, well, I was liking that to like, likening that to like, uh, oh, well, I have to pick a favorite color out of all these amazing colors oh, that I see. there's too many choices. It's like every oh, single color is, gotcha. has some amazing aspect to it, and then it'd be hard to pick just one. So along this line, I think, it, and I think it relates to this episode. I remember someone going, um, "What's your favorite flavor of ice cream?" and "What's your favorite color?" and all this stuff. Maybe we were playing a game or something, and it was like, you know, before you answered, I said, "I know what Jason's favorite color is, and I know what Jason's favorite uh, ice cream is," and then I answered it, and you're like, "No." <laughs> what was it? Do you remember? So I said your favorite flavor of ice cream was mint chip and your favorite color was blue. And you were like... That's how I would answer it today. And you were like, no, that's what, not true. Did I say what they were? 
I mean, I can't remember, but I was just like, really? Like, it's not? That just seems like me being an asshole. Maybe you were just being an asshole. This was a long time ago. Yeah, I feel like I have become much more decisive in my old age. That's good. 40 now, so I have to decide about things, apparently. Yeah, I think it's time. Yeah. It's time. you know, part of that is deciding to tell you all the story of us, of musical we. Now, I, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, in our pre-production meeting, when yeah. you had this musical we... Uh, title. I was like, why? Why would we call it that? What What does that mean to you? Well, it's just kind of a joke about like uh, that. Uh, oh God, <laughs> I'm such a fucking dork. About uh, you know that Harry Potter where the um, the I can't remember which movie it is, but the the wizard magical is like magical me. me. Yeah, oh. so it's a play on magical me. Oh, I got it. Okay, <laughs> that was um. That was the second movie. I took it deep. The Chamber of Secrets. Oh. That was, uh, you know, Professor Lockhart. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, famous actor guy or something. Which, Director. Which we, Weekly is Henry Cavill or something like magical that. Magical no. Smile. No, it was Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. Henry Cavill. <laughs> Bran Cavill. Oh, Musical Me. I see. Okay. Except huh. it's Musical Us. I mean, it's still kind of musical me because... um. No, it's musical we. Oh, I'm sorry. Read the fucking pre-production notes. Well, it has an us there, so I got confused. Yeah. Musical... Well, there's like a question for you. We. Okay. And not we like peeing. Or the um, Nintendo game system. And right. I, I, you know, there might be like a, an update on that episode title. Stay tuned. But I like the... I like... I like, I like this reasoning. It makes a whole lot more sense to me now that I'm hearing your explanation. Okay. Well, there's a huge difference between pre-production and production. You're telling me. (laughs) Since I'm the producer. As someone who has to do extensive deep fake videos of me, you know, like saying the things I should have said during episodes or whatever, you know, I mean, like you know better than anybody that it takes a lot of magic to produce this podcast. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All those extensive deep fakes. I mean, it's a good thing that that technology came along at this time. Deep fakes? Deep fakes? Is that what you said? Yeah. You, do you know about deep fakes? Um, are we talking about like the Adobe technology where you like made somebody say something they didn't say? Yeah. Okay. Basically, but that's how you that's how you edit and make all the video episodes of me, you know, talking about the stuff I'm supposed to talk about. But this is our first video. Is that the joke? <laughs> 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 okay, uh, but I digress. Um, so, in talking about music, then yeah, I feel like you should start. I feel like you should start this episode. Because your musical experience and, like, you know, background is so much more extensive than mine. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. And I feel like it makes sense for you to sort of, like, start this conversation. I mean, yeah, I guess it could. It could make sense. But, I mean, like, I don't know. That's the whole problem with people who are musicians who are, like, good at it. Good in quotes or whatever. It's like... 
we're just a bunch of assholes that don't, <laughs> don't know anything. <laughs> and we could learn a lot, a lot quicker if we just paid attention to people like you who actually like music for some reason or whatever. I mean, that's the thing about it that's just totally fucking ridiculous is that I learned, you, you, ha, you know, think all this stuff about me musically and that I have all this talent or whatever. And I stuff. do. All that stuff is completely worthless without like having taste or like any sort of like artistry about how you do it. And most of us are just like, like, uh, you know, like autism spectrum people just like, <laughs> yes, I like to play this on my bass guitar. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. All right. It's just ridiculous. So anyway. I just thought it would be fun to talk about, since music is a huge part of both of our lives, um, like the different the differences in our paths, yeah, and like what we've done with music and what we like about it. Because I mean, you know, music is fun. It can be <laughs> for for like normal people, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, um, we do come. Normals. That is, that's like, like you. Some, something. <laughs> <laughs> That is something that I think like we have the biggest difference on actually is our musical, like how we came to enjoy music or, you know, how we came to like know about music or whatever. Like, I think that that is one of the things that makes us the most different. And I would consider you a musician and I would consider me not a musician. And I know that like there have been times where I've tried to be a musician, but I think if you were just talking about raw talent, you know, predisposed skills, I, I, I have to admit I'm not a musician, you know, like, and, and it's taken me like a really long time to get there and like be able to put some ego aside and just be like, yeah, you know, it's not in my toolbox. Let me ask you one thing. What? <laughs> Good. You're like right on that, that cue. Uh, have you heard Bob Dylan play harmonica? Uh, yes, unfortunately, I have. Because he fucking sucks. <laughs> Bob, I'm calling you out. Learn how to play some goddamn harmonica, dude. I agree. I mean, that was pretty lame. I just realized that the other day. Well, I don't like harmonica, and then when he played it, it was even like worse, and somebody could really play it. You know, like Stevie Wonder can really play it. Oh, man. Uh, Bob, not so much. Yeah, so what does that have to do with talent? So I guess the reason I say that is like, yeah, you you talk about all this, but I mean, if you just like were to try again, there there are all kind. Of, there's a huge history of people in music who um, didn't have any musical talent necessarily. Like Bob Dylan is one of them. He does have musical talent, but like singing talent, like a terrible singer. Yeah, yeah. But was able to like come up with this thing and deliver his stuff in a way where people. Like went crazy they're into it. it. Yeah, they're into it. Yeah, so I guess that's why I say that. But yeah, I mean, there's like a huge difference between our upbringings as far as music and stuff. Like, yeah. like I don't know. Like, what was your family's? Um, <laughs> like, what's your family like when you when it comes to music? Like, I mean, did you guys listen to? like a bunch of like musicals and rock and roll albums and stuff around the house. Like, you know, did your mom like while she was doing the dishes and stuff like that and like cooking all the family meals, was she like humming, you know, like 
like an like a Beatles song or something like that? No, no, no. I mean, my family, um, they definitely have a lot of nostalgia for music. They definitely have like some sentimental, you know, like memories about certain kinds of music. I mean, one of your family in particular. Yeah. Um, my dad much more so than my mom. Uh, my mom has some really bizarre, random, like musical tastes. I mean, one year we bought her a Christmas album by the Brady Bunch that she really enjoyed. We bought her that on purpose because she said she only enjoyed Christmas music throughout the year. Me and my dad bought that. <laughs> Wait, she didn't enjoy it at Christmas time. She just she no, only enjoyed year. it throughout the year. All year, and that Christmas was what time. she wanted to listen to was yeah. Christmas music. Yeah. But then you described to me what Christmas time was like around your house, <laughs> and it was like it was like a um, like a fucking internment camp or something. <laughs> Right? It's just like, God damn it, get in there and fucking yeah. like make those cookies. Make the cookies. Yeah. And make like, make 40 of them or whatever. Like, decorate them. It was intense. Did you decorate the cookies yet? It was intense. Right. Yeah. Like, I have to make 40,000 pies. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Or something candy. like candy. Very, cookies. Yeah, super intense. We had Christmas towels in the bathroom. I mean, so we, I can identify that. That's sort of like, um, like if you like uh death metal, that's kind of how <laughs> your life is in a weird way. It's like you're like you're like the person who's obsessed with Christmas. You're just like so <laughs> intense, <laughs> right? So just yeah, fucking like all the time. Yeah, you're like entrenched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess on a side note, I was like the kid, even as like a seven year old, who had to be woken up on Christmas. Uh, super so excited for I wasn't Christmas. Super excited about Christmas, but I was so spoiled. I got so many presents on Christmas. This is very strange. Yeah, I had a very strange like Christmas experience. So my mom loves Christmas music. She feels like that is her happy place. And and the Bradys are the absolute <laughs> perfect people to deliver that into my eardrums. I like. I need to hear Jan Brady. And other person, I mean, Brady, Tony. Here, no, Brady. I don't even. Who are the Tony Brady bunch? Braxton? Tony Brady. Oh, uh, okay. So Brady. Uh, Tom Brady. Here's the funny thing about that is I don't think I ever watched an episode of the Brady Bunch. So the fact that she loved the Brady Bunch or whatever does not like was not in my lifetime. It's so, a good show. Yeah. So um, I recommend it. Uh, my dad <laughs> catch some reruns my dad on the other hand is much more into music in a way like he at least would listen to music in the car or he would buy music where well, my mom would never buy music i mean when he, he wasn't just like having conversations with himself yeah he needed driving to fill, down the road fill in the gaps you know here and there yeah. sometimes you have laryngitis and you can't you know speak oh but babe when he talks to himself it's silent there is no out loud talking. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's all, it's all mime. I see. Yeah. Um, but gesticulations. Oh. Abound. Mouth's moving. No sounds coming out. Yeah. <laughs> That's very uh, conservative. But also sometimes that happens when music is playing. So it's not one or the other. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He can, he can multitask. Dude, man. Like recently, like we've had some fun. Uh, <laughs> You, fun for me. You've had some explorations fun. of like Bob 
with music. This is right. Rob, Robin's dad or whatever. And it's like, it's like f- so fucking intense. <laughs> like his memory of these things, like he, you know, he, he's like, his favorite song is Ghost Riders in the sky. Ghost Riders in the Sky, is that what yeah, it's called? that's right. Which, I mean, like you guys have all heard Ghost Riders in the Sky. It's a song and like, hey, we all know what to expect from it. But like there's a specific version he's super into that he like must have listened to when he was driving or something like that. When he was like driving back and forth or whatever from here to the Bay Area. Right. Um, and like... I, I was like watching, looking at his face, like watching his <laughs> eyes, and he's just like, "Oh, transfixed!" Is transfixed yeah. to this music. Yeah. It's like it's like speaking to him on this like deep cellular, like mystical level. Oh yeah, Ghost Riders is like interacting with his cells and stuff like that. It's like uh-huh. weaving itself in and out of the. <laughs> cellular membranes and stuff like that getting down to the basal layer and going into his mind and like like uh i don't know like informing everything about who he is and what he does <laughs> or something in some way yeah ghost writers um yeah so that's pretty intense <laughs> well then that and you can laugh about it and you can have fun with him which i appreciate yeah which every time you play music for him he doesn't want to leave Mm. So it's obviously something that he's super into. Yeah. My experience with my dad and music is something that like triggers like extreme like embarrassment and awkwardness. Why? <laughs> Why is it so embarrassing and awkward? Well, I mean, he would do stuff like we go out to dinner, let's say, when I'm little, you know. Red and lobster. Whatever. It usually it was like times when he was with his family. Mm. We're like in the Bay Area, going out to on a special dinner with his family. We're visiting, and something would happen, and he would just like decide he was going to sing at the restaurant and just basically like stand up at the table where we're all eating and start singing. Oh, so like there was no show going, there was no karaoke night. No, there was no like walking over, getting the microphone, like tap tap tap, nothing like that. Yeah, just like. Strangers in the night, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, like, like break into some yep. Dean Martin or Sinatra, like, uh, pretty much just impromptu, like, that's some just weird, cold, cold, weird, like, uh, impulsive, imp- you know, yeah, like, uh, it's like a play or something like that. Like, that's what you would do if a crazy, if an insane person was at a family dinner in a play. That's what I would do. Well, but for him, I mean, as a kid, I was just mortified. I didn't understand why he was doing that. I felt like he was just doing it to embarrass me. Or he was just like... I mean, there's no thought for anybody else in that situation. Right. But now, as an adult, I understand that like he just has a compulsion. And there is no thought about anyone else. It's just, I want to do this right now, and I'm going to do it. And yeah, society or whatever, rules be damned. And we're all trapped. We're the hostages of the performance. Hell and, yeah, man. Live yeah. free or die hard. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And uh, so then that turned into like doing karaoke 
and he uh, had a karaoke business for a while. Right. Him and a friend, they go to bars, they set up karaoke. I mean, like that's... He bought a ridiculous amount of equipment to do this. Except he would perform. I mean, like, you know, if you go to a bar and there's somebody running karaoke, typically they're just like running karaoke and right. they're not performing. He was performing too, and he would pretend to play keyboard. Like dressing up and stuff? Oh, yeah. Did he have a keyboard that he yeah. brought? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is getting into the embarrassing realm. Like, I love the idea of somebody like going to karaoke and really performing and being like totally yeah. earnest about it. Like, I think that's really cool or whatever. Like, so, you know, like, it's just fun. Like, yeah, it it's fun. fun. But, like, yeah, bringing a keyboard and per- pretending to play your keyboard or your guitar or whatever, dressing up. He dressed up like he was in Miami Vice. Right. Like somebody was like 55 years old. So (laughs) Did not have a white uh, Ferrari, like Testarossa or whatever. So I I was kind of forced to go to one of the bars and watch him perform and do this karaoke thing when I was like seven. And so we go to a bar. I mean, we go to a bar. I'm seven. It's like 10 o'clock at night. Hell yeah. I was like, I don't want to be here. In the club. It was really like traumatic for me to the point where I think I left crying and like Mm. I had to like beg my mom to take me out of there. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds wonderful. That sounds like a wonderful musical experience to have early on in life when you're like formulating, you know, yourself and like learning about shit. So that's kind of my early years of my parents and they're they just kind of come from the 50s and they have a very old school kind of things but for you your parents are younger and they kind of like they were a little bit more into like things that are actually kind of cool like the beatles and led zeppelin yeah things like that right yeah my parents were really into music my mom came from like a musical family like my uh three uncles are all drummers they all played in bands like starting in the 60s like they're all kids like just whatever like yeah totally into music and that came from uh my grandma and grandpa who were both singers and like were doing musicals and right plays and stuff like that opera like um and that goes back to my grandpa my mom's uh dad like who was a um he was like in the army band or something like that in world war two, um, did a lot of, uh, like, you know, playing in that, like after he got, um, like wounded or whatever, I think, I don't know. Am I remembering that? Larry? You're not asking the right person (laughs) on that. You got the emails. Yeah. I don't remember that part though. Oh, okay. He was a uh, conductor. Yeah, and then he had like a long musical career after that, played in bands after, uh, ended up like traveling all over the West Coast, like conducting some orchestra or something like that. Like mm-hmm. was on the road doing that for months and months on end. Yeah. Um Yeah, so like that's where and who knows before that, but that's where the musical talent sprang right my grandma was a a good singer yeah they were both talented uh yeah yeah and uh so that filtered into like my aunts and uncles and my mom or whatever and my dad just like rock music right or whatever because you know like and he doesn't really come from a musical family but i think he enjoys music or whatever yeah yeah would probably like to play 
Uh, actually, I know he would like to be able to sing and play. Yeah. Because he has said that several times, but everybody thinks it's a joke. So for me, <laughs> so this is like what happens to me. It's like I, I as the lowly non-musician, I always recognize when people talk about that, and you know, other people are like, "Oh, yeah, right. Like you're gonna sing. That's hilarious." And I'm like, "No, that person actually wants to sing. Right? And They're they actually, not joking. Like, they want you to listen to them. That's, that's really <laughs> fucked up. Like, yeah, you know. Like, but it's a big joke. You know, if you're not, if you're no good, right. if you're not on the inside, <laughs> if you haven't somehow proven yourself that you're a musician or something like that, yeah, yeah. other other people are gonna go, "Oh, yeah." Yeah, Yeah, that's part of the asshole nature that I talked talked about earlier. But yeah, like so I grew up around music. My mom was always singing or whatever. She played an instrument, right? Uh, She played, uh, I think, violin and then she played like the bass. uh, Cello. Stand up bass or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and sang and stuff, but it was musical and like music and stuff and had like a record collection and there was always uh music. There's always music going in the on house, the house kinda, or whatever. Yeah. And so like um, you know, my my brother and sister are both musical. I'm musical. Yeah. I'm You're musical. Musical me. <laughs> <laughs> musical we. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, um, and so, like, I mean, the, you know, there's always, like, uh, radio going, Beatles playing. Like, the yeah. first memory I have of, like, really thinking, oh, I really like this music was, like, listening to, like, a probably a cassette tape of, like, a Beach Best Hits of the Beach Boys or something yeah. like that. Like, <laughs> we were on, like, a camping trip up in Oregon. Uh-huh like going up there to see a play and uh that's that's the first memory i have of being like oh yeah i really like this this music yeah Uh but i mean even before that like i apparently i have no memory of this but i like begged my mom for piano lessons right i was like i want to play like a five or six or something pretty early four Uh or five i don't i don't know what age and you know my my parents were not like uh, didn't have like a lot of money, right, or whatever at that time, and so like that was probably a stretch. But as soon as they could, like they got me piano lessons, and I started like learning piano, right, playing piano or whatever, and I did that for a long ass time, like fourteen years, right. I guess, like I think back to it, and I think that's inflated or whatever. But I took piano lessons from the time I was maybe five five or six like through freshman year of high school mm, no like 16 probably 17 maybe in there yeah so that's i don't do math <laughs> <laughs> can i borrow so, your calculator so, so basically you would have done that for about eight, 10 years eight years plus two and yeah. kindergarten so right. you know that's we're, we're close, 11, 12 years, somewhere mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. And that's like learning classical piano, which pro- I don't know, probably wasn't exactly what I had in mind, but like taught me a lot of stuff that could carry over into other things or and whatever. Did you want to play Beach Boys songs or something? I mean, what were you thinking when you're like, I really want to play the piano? I think, well, I don't remember asking yeah. for one. Okay. And then it's like you just play what the teacher is like, hey, yeah, this is sure. the curriculum that we're going to play. 
And the idea is that that teaches you to do like other things or whatever. Wait, did you want to play like rock piano, like something like uh, live and let die or something, or you know, like something that was exciting? Or at that point, like as when once I realized that I liked rock music, that I liked the Beach Boys and the Beatles yeah. and stuff like that, I was like, I had no, I had no ability to hear that a lot of those things had piano as oh, part of them. I see. Okay. I was like, oh, well, I can't play piano, in, you know, in a, or like keyboard or something in a rock band. Oh, like, nobody does that. Nobody does that. <laughs> it's all about guitar, bass, drums, Except for or like whatever. every band or whatever, yeah. Except for all of those bands. Yeah. Like the Beach Boys has a ton of piano. Tom the Petty. Beatles has a ton of piano. Yeah. Like everything I was listening to had it, but I right. couldn't, like, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I can relate to that. I didn't understand what I was listening to. Yeah. Uh, I actually didn't understand that until I p- played bass in the band mm-hmm. with you. Like, I, I wasn't picking out instruments at all. Like, I would only know that there was someone playing guitar if I saw it on, like, an MTV music video. Like, there was no connection for me with what I was hearing that related to an instrument in any way. Right. To me, it was all about the singer. It was just like, what's the singer? And the words. Yeah, and what's the singer saying? And what's the song about? And mm-hmm. the rest of it was just kind of like gravy. It was like, you know. Yeah. It's like a, a very surface level understanding in a certain yeah. way. Yeah. That I can see like your dad also has right. to a certain degree. It's like he'll pick up on some riffs or whatever. I'm not trying to like compare you two because I know no, that's, that's, okay. that's like maddening or whatever and i'm not doing that that's okay but like there is a certain similarity to that where you're just like oh man these words like (laughs) fuck they just like speak to me so much and you're connecting them to like this uh, other period and this other time and these events or whatever sure but that's bullshit man if you're a hardcore musician (laughs) don't need words oh sure you know yeah They're just like the most important part of the song. Arguably. I mean, so like I think for me it was like that's the only part of the of the song, like if there's some hit song or whatever that I can relate to as a non-musician, as someone that doesn't understand music. Like that's the part where you're like, I could write words, you know, to a song or right. I can understand what this is about. That's what Bob Dylan understood. I mean, he could yeah. play yeah guitar and also i wrote a lot of really <laughs> awesome poetry un- unfortunate poetry as a child and well who didn't <laughs> did you oh yeah man <laughs> just dig up the text fi- the txt files on my 386 oh man uh the whatever computer i would love to is that still around they're gone oh damn they don't exist anymore yeah but uh, yeah, so like that, like that piano thing for whatever reason just stayed piano, stayed classical piano, blah blah blah. Like you're learning Claire de Lune, and and it got a little tedious, I think, for you, and you didn't really love it. Yeah, I didn't love it, and it took a lot of work. So like it went from me like begging for piano lessons to me like begging to stop, to stop, <laughs> or just not practicing, and my mom trying making me practice. Well, and as a mom who made their kids practice, I understand that, you know, like sure. that's part of the game. Yeah. Although, I mean, you know, my parents didn't make me do anything. So right. I attempted some lessons here and there. And um, as soon as I like dropped the ball, I was like, you know, I don't really want to do this. They're like, great. 
great. We don't have to pay for it or take you to anything or You're go done. to good rehearsal yeah. or, uh, you know, like, uh, <laughs> what are those things called? Recitals or anything anymore. We don't have to drive you to Perfect. practice. We can stop paying for this rental of this instrument or whatever. We're, we're good with that. And we're so happy that you're done. And, but we still get to say that we were supportive of your idea. Okay. Yeah. That's a masterful level of like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know, coordination of whatever. I used to think that was my fault. So that's one thing about this that I think is important that it took me my whole life to realize. So like when I heard about you took piano lessons and you know, you went to your piano lesson every week and, you know, you learned to play an instrument and you learned to be a musician, you know. I was like, oh, I totally, like, dropped the ball and I didn't go to my lessons and, like, I screwed up and I didn't learn how to play an instrument. And that's on me. And, I mean, I guess it is on me because I said I didn't want to do it. But, I mean, ultimately... Yeah, but I said I didn't want to do it. Yeah, and your mom said, hey, times. too bad, you're going to keep taking piano lessons and... Yeah, just you know, fucking deal with it, dude. Yeah, like, and because there's potential or because you're making progress, but you don't see it as a kid or whatever. It'd be like if you didn't like math and yeah. then your teacher was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, all right, you're done. Yeah. yeah. Like who likes yeah. math when they first start doing math? It's just work. Some people like it. Most people don't because it's like, ah, right. this is hard and I fuck up and right. I have yeah. to fix it or whatever. You know, it's very similar. Yeah, so like um I just was kind of under the impression that I had somehow missed the boat and missed my opportunity and then I read Outliers and I realized that the <laughs> the people who really are successful and master something it's usually because their parents really drive it home and make them stick with the thing they think they have potential. Mm, in doing yeah and um not to say that i think i could have been some amazing musician but i do think that i missed out on the opportunity to find out <laughs> hey man yeah. you know you're only 38 years old there's a lot of life left <laughs> i think like if you gave it another go you know you might be like um what's that lady from um Oh, what's that band? What's that lady from What's That Band? If you're going to say Karen Darcy o. from Smashing Pumpkins, <laughs> I'm going to slap you. No, I was going to say Karen O from Oh, okay. Whatchamacallits. Okay, that's a good that's a good uh goal for me because yeah, I Yeah, because could... that's, she, she's like a performer. Yeah. And that's more know, not as far as I understand like a musician necessarily She's not technically Singer. proficient in the regular realm of singing yeah i agree and that's fine because i don't think i think i've realized that at this point i'm not going to you know be able to sing ave maria or something you know like that's just not something that i even want to do <laughs> right but that's what most singers grow up doing yeah so. so i didn't want to do classical piano right i guess but no, i kept doing didn't. it because I had to. Uh, but, I mean, the thing that uh, doing all that developed in me was a good ear. And I, I'm good at, like, learning things, especially with music. I can pick up on stuff pretty quick or whatever. Yeah, like so much so that I know I've said this many times. But if I could learn to play something on guitar as quickly as you do, just when you're fucking around, and then also sing on pitch and play guitar at the same time, I would be on tour. like. Yeah now yeah i mean yeah i guess that's the curse of <laughs> that's what drives me so crazy about you 
Yeah. No, <laughs> like knowledge from the outside of yourself or something like that. So yeah. Like, yeah. People don't understand themselves or, or the like advantages and like the cool shit that they have about them. Yeah. So if you're out there right now and you're watching <laughs> slash listening and you're good at something, I advise you to go on tour. I <laughs> mean, doing that thing. Yeah. So, yeah. and you can you can take that one to the bank. <laughs> That's some solid advice, yeah. dude. And if you do that and you make a bazillion dollars, um, I have a Kickstarter campaign that I just started. That oh, I was gonna say write your thank you note on the back of a twenty dollar bill, and then send it to us. That would work too, but really, I'm just trying to get to Burning Man 2020. Oh, you are. Got to get to the burn, man. I didn't. I didn't know about yeah. that. Am I going? I mean, yeah. Let's see how the Kickstarter goes. <laughs> <laughs> what? For, what? We got to get that money together. You don't. Want, you're gonna want to go. Yeah, but anyway. So I mean, that's all silly bullshit. Um, but um, like, yeah. So I got into rock after playing piano. I was like. I got fucking rock, man. <laughs> it probably helped that your parents were into rock. Beach Boys, all that, Beatles. You know, it all led to th- this and that and things and listening to the radio sure. and stuff. And, like, I started uh, working at my mom and dad's shop, my grandparents' motorcycle shop. And, like, there was always radio there. So it was, like, listening to, like, the top 40, I guess, yeah. or and or then like you know, as time wore on, like oldies, which was like the same right. music. It's like, oh, the oldies station plays all the stuff you used to hear and hear ten years ago. Yeah, that was just on the regular radio station. Right. So, um, you know, I learned a lot there about like different different music. Led Zeppelin. Whoa. Whoa. That's crazy shit, man. I you know. know right? So you like pick up on these names. And then I would st- I would check them out, check out their tapes, cassette tapes. <laughs> right. So is that what led you into playing guitar? Was because you were into rock? Yeah. Okay. I was like, I want to shred. Um, I want to get out from behind this piano because you can't play <laughs> in a band piano and be in a rock band, a rock and roller. Right, right. Is this all about how I want to be a rock and roller? I mean, and I don't, I'm not admitting that to myself. Probably. Wow. I mean, isn't, doesn't everybody really want to be a rock star at some point? And like for you, you, the thing that kills me about it is like all of us want to be rock stars, right? And everybody's like singing into their hairbrush or whatever and looking in the mirror and be like, yeah, totally going to do that. You know, like singing on the radio or something when you're a kid. But you actually can sing and play music. So, like, your potential of actually being a rock star is, like, much greater than someone like me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, well, apparently it's not. <laughs> Just sit on sit on your talent for 40 years and talk to me in the morning. I mean, you know. Um, yeah, maybe you should admit that to yourself. I mean, you've never wanted to be a front man, though. You always want to be in the background. That's just, I'm shy. Too Aren't shy, you? shy, hush, hush. <laughs> I know. I, uh, we have to pay. We're gonna have to pay money. Shush. It's just saying the words. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I listened to Led Zeppelin. I, uh, I don't know. I just listened. Like started watching MTV. 
Oh, yeah. So what year did you guys get MTV at your house? Um, God, I remember uh, watching uh, the video to the song Black Velvet. Um, <laughs> on MTV at my house. God, I hate that song. What's, what year did that come out, you think? 91. Jo- uh, Josh was there. Oh, yeah. My friend was over. Yeah. Uh, who I later had a band with. Uh, so what did that, you guys think about that video? There's an episode about that. It was hot, man. You thought that girl was hot? I, yeah. She was being pretty seductive, pretty sultry. I guess so. there was so. black velvet and that... Mm. Just can't yeah. stand that song, but it's yeah, it's bad, man. Yeah. It's so bad. Um, yeah, so I don't know what year that was. It must have been like either very early nineties yeah. or like late eighties. I want to say like ninety one or something like that. When I think back, I feel like the like that I was without cable TV for like a million <laughs> years or something. You know how time oh. feels super long when you're for sure. A kid and you don't have MTV? Well, let me tell you a little story about my MTV experience because this yeah. is worse than yours. So, like, okay. there's a difference between, like, you know, you don't have MTV, you don't have cable, and you kind of, like, don't know the difference until you go to somebody's house and they have cable. And you're like, what the fuck? How come I don't have cable? What's all this? Yeah, I, I want my MTV. Yeah, I only have rabbit ears. I'm getting four channels, and this person over here is getting, like, 50 channels, and one of them's MTV. So, like, for me, when I went to visit my grandparents in the Bay Area, they had cable, like, as soon as cable was invented, right? I don't know, whenever that was, in the 70s or something. And, like, I was over there, and I was, like, four. And I'm just, like, you know, I figured out how to use a remote and whatever, and I'm flipping through all the channels, which they had, like, a thousand channels. And I come across MTV. And what's on? Madonna's Like a Virgin. And I'm, like, boom. Oh, like this is making a whole bunch of sense to me. Like I'm like <laughs> completely transfixed. At four years old, yes. I understand everything that's going on here. I mean, I kind of did because I watched a lot of TV. Like I was not like shocked. There was no like, oh, what's this? I don't understand what she's doing. <laughs> like I mean, I was like, yep, this lady's got my number. Like I'm all about that. Wow. <laughs> so I remember like it's a wonderful parenting. By your face there. <laughs> so it was You're so. Four? Yeah, I was four. Okay. So it was 1984. So I was so into it that, like, I told oh, my mom yeah. that I wanted to live at my grandma's house. And my grandma lived, you know, 200 miles away from where my mom and I lived. And my mom was like, Really? Like, you really? Like, you're going to stay here? And I was like, I want to keep watching MTV. So I want to stay here and you live. Explained it like that. Yeah, I want to live with my grandma. And my mom was like, "Yeah, but you know, I have That's to leave. So funny. I have to leave." And I was like, "Okay, well, I'll just see you when you come back." Yeah, just come <laughs> back and visit. I'll be here watching MTV like a virgin. Is played six times a day. Yeah, I'm more. I'm gonna be good. Grandma's got all kinds of yummy snacks. We're good. She's got food. <laughs> like I don't need you. Yeah, and. You can go back home. I'll just hang here. Yep. Got so the MTV. Yeah. They did the whole thing where they got in the car and left and all that, you know. And you're just like, sweet. And then they came back. And I was like, what are you doing um, back here? You guys came back? And they're like, you're going to go home. I was like, oh, <laughs> damn it. They're like, that didn't work. <laughs> they, she called our bluff, this little I, I bitch. Did. I did. So I remember when I got home, I was like, I'm going to figure out how to make my hair look like Madonna's hair. 
Like, I mean, the the obsession started right there. Yeah. Wow. That is so, framing. And then when I got home, there was no cable. And I had to wait till 1993 before I got cable. I got cable before you? <laughs> yeah, you did. Wow. I lived in the sticks, man. You lived in town. Yeah. So, I mean, I was like 13 by the time I got to see, like, cable again. Like, mm-hmm. it was crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. I did visit my grandma now and then, but you know. But your parents would leave you there. No. <laughs> Not after that first time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so your other relatives would be fine leaving their children there for Sure. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> so like, um, anyway, I, I got hooked on MTV pretty early, so like I hear you. Like yeah. once that shit got turned on, like I never turned it off. Yeah, man, you can't quit now. You're addicted. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you did the same thing. Oh, yeah. Dude, I mean, it was, like, amazing. Like, uh, I mean. It's a lifeline to the outside. That's the way I felt about it. Like, this is my connection to the real world (laughs) that exists outside of this stupid little place that I live. Totally. Yeah, and there's videos, and then there's the actual show, The Real World. <laughs> yeah. And then where you're like, wait, <laughs> it's my connection to the real world, and then there's also this show called The Real World. And it's in New where York. Where people stop being polite and <laughs> s- start getting real. Yeah. The real and world. it's all right here. Yeah. <laughs> 24 hours a day. I was like, dude, this is awesome. Yeah, man, it's the best. Um, yeah, so I I guess apparently I decided I wanted to be a rock and roll star. I started playing guitar. And then what happened? Oh, like I probably asked um, uh, my parents to give me a guitar. They probably did, right? Yeah. That was nice. <laughs> they really did. They got me a really nice like a guitar, and, I, and they got me some guitar lessons at a local nice guitar or uh, music store that's still there where I go every once in a while. Cool. And, and I, took, I took uh, lessons from this guy named Lanny. Um, I had two guitar teachers, Lanny, and then I had another one late, uh, later on. Uh, Lanny taught me, like, um, I don't know, it was, like, it was good, but it was, like, really basic, like, um, like the melodies to songs, which is actually, thinking back on it, I was like, oh, this is lame. <laughs> like, I'm just learning, like... <laughs> I don't I can't even remember what songs or whatever, but like, yeah, but it was good. That's the way to do it, I think. But what was the second teacher? Was he cool? Do you have a band? Like, what was his deal? <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, I did have a second teacher whose name I cannot remember, but uh, he was in a band called the Bongo Dogs of Ratatouille. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good, that's like a, you know, what's his name? Um. Frank Zappa. It's like a Frank Zappa kind of thing, you know? It is, yeah. That's almost Frank Zappa level. Yeah. I can respect that. Yeah. Do you think they played around town or what? Uh, They must have. I mean, because, you know, it was just like a local guitar teacher, guitar shop teacher guy's band. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, where else did they play? So, I mean, you played guitar for a few years. I feel like you mastered guitar pretty well. Oh, yeah. I totally mastered it. I've got it down. (laughs) Like, it's never... yeah. Well, you like to joke around about it, but it's like if you're like, I like to learn a new song on the guitar today. Yeah. I mean, in two hours, you can basically play that song without any sheet music tab or whatever. So I kind of feel like you can play guitar and yeah. like you may argue with me, but 
that's the bottom line. Well, for people with my talent level, let me just break it down for you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, for people with my talent level, which I'm actually being self-deprecating here, like it's really just it's just a magic trick. Like you can like I so I have the ear so I can pick out certain things, but then also like especially now, like just get on the internet. Yeah. And it'll tell you right how to do it. No, because I can get on the internet and I can watch a YouTube video and I can have some guy go like, well, you just play this chord and you put your fingers on these frets and yada, yada, yada. And it, and, and like three years later, I'll play that song. And you're like, oh, two hours yeah. later, I got it. I mean, yeah. there's a difference. And it is sure. because you have, you have the opportunity of lessons and practice time. And instruments available to you. Yep, and like recitals, and and so the you pressure get used to like playing in yeah. front of people a little bit better than you would otherwise. And your and your parents making you keep at it, and just kind of <laughs> like the consistent like work. And so, you know, if you're starting at zero, which I mean, that's where I started when we were in the band. Like it is pretty rough. I mean, it is really hard. The only reason I ever learned to play any of those songs is because I didn't work or do anything. You know, like I had all the time in the world. You mean in the band? Yeah. That we played in together? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if I'd been working or doing something else, I don't think I would have been able to do any of that. But... Um, well, I mean, you put the work in. You did it. Yeah, I, I did it, sort of. Yeah. You know. Well, like, okay, the degree that you think you did it, that's how I feel about when I do things. <laughs> you know? Because so there's, there's a huge spectrum of talent when it comes to musical ability and like doing shit i get all that it's yeah, like uh, I get it. yeah i mean okay like i learned how to do this sort of like i can do it and it sounds like the thing or whatever but it's not like i don't like it's not internalized i couldn't just like pick up a guitar and go oh i heard this song one time and blah 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 yeah, or okay. play my own thing which is what all those people do who, you know, I mean, who, you, who you're copying when you do that did. You have written a few things. You've made a few riffs. You've, like, had some original thoughts. It's not like you're incapable. It just comes easy to me, man. Okay, so let's <laughs> let's change gears, shall we? So I, when I met you, you didn't <clears> play guitar. I mean, you play guitar once in a while, but you were a drummer when I met you. So I missed yeah. all this, right? You so, missed like the guitar. You missed the uh, you missed the XL choir. Yeah, I yeah. guess barely, probably though. It sounds I, like I had it seems to like go to a couple of their performances really? because was I singing? No, okay, because your sister was in it. Oh, and we right. had to go, you know, to be supportive. Yeah, I mean, it was really boring. It's your jam. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was in a home. <laughs> I was in a homeschool choir while all this was going on. I was also singing in like a choir that did like four part harmonies that's also very helpful of things yeah it was really helpful yeah yeah i did that for several years yep and uh that was good yeah and <laughs> and then <laughs> <laughs> well uh, why don't you get to the drumming part oh yeah so i eventually like okay my friend had a band we, we talked about this a little bit yeah uh jazz band and like i met people who played in that band right or whatever and hung out with them that's and right. like there was a really uh awesome drummer who played in that band that i was like whoa like that was the first time i realized i really like the drums yeah like i'm really into that like that's fucking awesome 
and like the drummer was like cool and made all these crazy facial expressions and like oh, yeah. d- like played great or whatever. Yeah, like, and so I, like I was like, guy. wow, I want to play the drums. Yeah. So then what happened? Which is funny because like my three uncles are all drummers. Right. Right. So like I come from a drumming lineage. You do, but I don't think you spent a lot of time with those guys. So no. it was kind of like you, maybe you didn't really know, you know. I think it was just in my DNA, man. I think so, man. You got the beat. <laughs> Drums, brah. Get the beat. I had like five Bs <laughs> in utero. Uh huh. <laughs> five Bs. Five Bs. Five Bs. What's that? Uh the sticks. It's like a the size sticks. and type of a drumstick. Oh, yeah. It's called that's five. A, that's a deep B? cut. Five like B. Letter B. Okay, so you could have like a 5A, which is a little bit skinnier, has the same uh, very similar kind of like acorn-shaped tip to the stick. You got 5B, a little bit fatter, a little bit better for the backbeat. Okay. Hitting that that rim shot. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Doesn't sound like that. No. Picture the best snare drum you've ever heard playing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm picturing it. Can you hear it in your mind? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Drumstick sizes? Drumsticks. Yeah. Oh, then there's two Bs, which are bigger. Okay. Then there's um, there's like sixes and sevens and okay. all that stuff. So it's, it's just like gauge. different types of drum I got it. sticks. Okay. Five Bs. That's the standard. That's my stick. But That's bra. what you buy. When you buy drumsticks. If I was going to go buy sticks right now, I'd probably buy some five Bs. I gotcha. Okay. All right. So. Um, Yeah. So I was born with five Bs in my hands. Brah. Ah. Okay. (laughs) Not really. I didn't didn't play drums until I was like in my early teens or whatever. Like, so I would sit down with this guy's drums when he wasn't there or he was like taking a break or whatever and just like fuck around. And it was super cool and fun and difficult and different than other instruments that I played. And so I got heavily into that. I like actually at one point like sold. can't remember if I sold one of my guitars, like one of my acoustic guitars, my steel string maybe or something, or my nylon string guitar to like buy a drum kit, a drum kit yeah. or buy like drum accessories even. Okay. And stuff like that. Like, yeah. You know, and it was like a shitty like drum kit that, somebody was selling on in like a classified ad in the <laughs> local newspaper because there wasn't Craigslist and there so wasn't musician's old. friend and there wasn't fucking. Yeah. We're sold. Yeah, yeah. Because we're, yeah, we're old. We're crusty, man. Um, so yeah, I got, got drums, played drums and right around that time or soon after was when we met each other. Right. So I only ever knew you as a drummer. And I mean, honestly, it took me a while to figure this all out, that you had all this musical experience. Right. Although when I was at school, doing schoolwork. At the college? At the college. Uh, Yeah. I was mostly sitting on the grass singing and playing uh, my acoustic guitar. Well, if I had seen you doing that, I mean, you know. You didn't see me doing that? No. Wow. If I had seen you doing that, I mean, then we would have gotten together way sooner. (laughs) (laughs) wow man it's a good thing you didn't i know i would want to just run across the campus and just clobbered you and just like ripped all my clothes off oh yeah the (laughs) panties would have dropped so quick man because yeah dude i was singing some serious radio i know 
I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I think that would have actually happened. It would have been like a Woodstock moment on the grass. <laughs> that's that's. I mean, too whether intense. you would have liked it or not. I mean, okay. I would have liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. That's, I was all about that at that time. Oh, okay. I would have been that's very good. into that. That's good. Still, still am. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, like... Um, let me ask you this. When you learned to play drums and you felt like, you know, you got it and you were like a drummer and you were like, you know, you were in the band that we were in together, but then you were also in another band after that, but then you didn't play drums, right? Like for that band? How'd that all shake down? Cause like, you're so crazy that like, you just go from instrument to instrument. If somebody's like, I want you to play the oboe. You're just like, okay. <laughs> I learned how to play it. <laughs> no, no. Wind instruments are completely beyond me. Well, I mean. But that's a good joke. But, uh, yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so I played drums with the band that we talked about in that episode where we talked about that. Go back to episode. Water Maser, episode two, two if you want to hear about the band. about the band or whatever. That was like my first band or whatever, like. Josh and I had wanted to have a band for years. Right. And we'd fantasized about it. And we even had like, fan- like we tried to come up with names and stuff <laughs> like that. Right. And uh, his name that he came up, that he came up with, that he always kept coming back to was Jelly Bean Caravan. And I think that actually put a damper on us actually starting the band because I was like, I fucking hate that name, Jelly Bean Caravan. <laughs> but I'm you were fine with Water Maser? I think I was more agreeable by that time. I would have gone with Jelly Bean. Jelly Bean. Jelly Bean. Jelly Caravan. Band Caravan. <laughs> Any day. Hey. <laughs> Jelly Bean Caravan. That's a weird, I mean, it's just like a random bunch of words. Like it doesn't mean anything, right? Sort of, but I just, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's too dorky. But I apparently I, my dork meter didn't go off for Water Maser. Anyway, check out episode two for more on that. But uh, yeah, so anyway, like we had that band or whatever. We did that 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 project ran its course. We talked about that. Um, but I kept playing music. I kept yeah. playing drums after that, and I was in a band with some other people that I knew, some people that I'd also met through Josh and right. other people. Um, called Mr. Vane. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. You know, a dick name band. <laughs> First I was like... Jo- it- uh, John Lewis. Uh, uh, John, the guy that I uh, knew uh, from Josh's band, was like the drummer for Mr. Vane, the first drummer for Mr. Vane. I was the second drummer. Why did he leave? I think he moved away. Oh, see, like when you said, I'm in this band called Mr. Vane, I thought it was a vampire band. Mm-hmm. And then. Or Vane, V A I N. Yeah. And I was. Oh, no, yeah. It was Vane, like in your penis. Right. And so I was like, that's you know. kind of a cool name for like a goth band. I was like, is it a goth band? Like a vampire band? You're like, yeah. no, it's no. like, uh, it's all about dicks. So I was like, oh. <laughs> it's not all about dicks. But we played like Jungle Boogie. Right. We played Flashlight. Right. We, uh, by Parliament Funkadelic. It was like a party band. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we had some, we, like, we played a bunch. We had, um, I don't even remember how this all went down necessarily, but there was a, a lady who was our lead singer. Right. And then we just didn't, we were a three piece. Right. Like, she was done and we. Yeah. 
we played as a three piece with yeah. like Bruce and uh, I remember that Ryan that. or whatever. And uh, yeah, like we we played Flashlight by the Parliament Funkadelic, right? I, I said that, but uh, uh, Little Wing by Little like, Wing. Jimi Hendrix. Oh, yeah. You know. Well, because you had this, like, rock guitarist that was really great. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that that guy really made that band. And totally. I, I was, like, really impressed with him. Although we really didn't talk and we were not friends. And it was also, like, I have to say for me personally, having gone from being in the band with you to standing on the sidelines and watching you in a band. You're stoked. Yeah, stoked isn't the right word. You're like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. And that was the right reaction. But I mean, like, uh, I don't know how long that went on, but Not it seemed like long. we played uh, quite a bit. You did, but it was like kind of short. It was like a little short burst. Yeah. Six months, nine months. I don't know. It's a lot of activity but in it a was. short amount of time. Everybody like, I met like... some different people, like, yeah. who were playing music and stuff like that. Like, I met this guy named Jim. He liked to smoke juniper berries. <laughs> juniper <laughs> uh, berry gem. I remember I, him. <laughs> yeah, man, those things get you messed up. Apparently, I never tried it, but uh, you know, like whatever juniper berry. But okay, I've had a few like semi-religious experiences on music, playing music. Specifically, really? yeah, like semi-religious. That sounds so stupid, but like, well, it's actually appropriate for the first one. XL Choir, Christian Homeschool Choir, or whatever. Right. Like, there was a performance that I did, and I really have trouble like putting this into the correct time frame because I learned about astral projection, and I learned about lucid dreaming from a book that my friend gave me. And it was called Journeys. Journeys Out of the Body? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I read it too. Yeah, good read, man. It was pretty strange. <laughs> Very strange. It was like learning how to do that or whatever. Right. But so I was like, oh, that sounds cool. Why wouldn't you do that if that was a possibility? Like, that sounds fun. And I was like, like why would you do that? That sounds like a bad idea. Like, no, it's great. You and I have very different reactions to things. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I did, uh, um, I was, like, meditating doing that, like, actually leading up to a choir performance. And then I had this crazy, like, super-focused choir performance, like, the best one of my life where I was just, like, right on. And what did you say? The whole say? time, completely. No, like... A bunch of Hallelujah. weird hallelujahs and, you know, okay, onward Christian soldiers and, you know, shit like that. Like, you know, the hits, man. What well, you to hear the on the hymn, radio? The hymnal hits. <laughs> the hip hop. I have a hip hip hop and you don't stop the rock. So what's your other one? What's your That's other one of them. religious experience with music? Like I'm. I'm... Yeah. So I, I mentioned uh, Juniper Berry, Jim. Yeah. So I actually had this time. Where I played with Juniper Berry Jim. And he played what? And Josh. Carl. Wait. Uh, Josh, our okay. friend. Back up. Jim played? Guitar. Josh played? Guitar. You played? Drums. Okay. And that's it? Yeah. That's a pretty cool, like, uh, that's a pretty uh, innovative lineup for the day. Because we're talking okay. about, like, 98 no or bass. something. No Yeah. 
That's because I was, I bounced. All right, go ahead. And then? <laughs> yeah, so I had a similar thing happen, you know, that was like not um, not brought on by any exterior, you know, substances no or anything like that. Yeah, like, no alcohol. Yeah. No, man, just high on life, you know, or whatever. But like somehow, like we were jamming out. We were playing for a long time or whatever. And I just like was like, whoa, this is awesome. And were you playing a certain song? We played a bunch of different songs, like but covers. like we were just like kind of improvising. Oh, I or see. Whatever. Like jamming. And we had this like okay. really intense, like like hour long wow. jam that was like, whoa. Yeah. Like I really felt like we got there. Huh. Yeah, which is weird because I haven't had that a lot, you know? Yeah. Um, and then there were other, there were times after that in the other band that I was in after like all this shit went down and we moved and we talked a little bit about music on the coast yeah. and stuff like that. And then I came back and I was in a band that was like a band band and we played in cl- like bars working and band. clubs and stuff yeah. like that. Like a gigging band. And there were definitely times, uh, with that band with Slam and Patrick and Mackenzie. Right. Where like we were on on a similar vibe, but usually also like we were drinking or whatever, you know. But you were in the groove, like everybody's working together. It's like everybody's Yeah. And it was yeah. like really flowing, you know, like mm-hmm. really just like effortless. Mm-hmm. And so like there's probably, I don't know, maybe three or four times when it's been like that. The rest of the time it's like trying to, I don't know, like cut your fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> with like a saw <laughs> right and some of that's, that's just my, your that's my musical experience your performance anxiety i think i uh, really when it comes right down to it sure and also like um i think i maybe had one or two or three seconds of feeling like hey this is all working um you know when i play bass in the band with you but that was few and far between because i really just had so so little experience um, yeah. So, I mean, I think like, uh, for me, I think the most important thing about music is singing to me and words and words and the meaning of the song and the, the, um, the feeling or whatever that comes from whatever is being conveyed mostly by the words yeah. and the way that it's sung. Right. For me, so the rest like, of it's secondary. Sometimes there are people who have the skills that like all the chopsy yeah. bullshit who also have that. Yeah. But then there's a lot of other times where people have the chopsy bullshit skills and can do the music thing, but they have zero of the heart. Right. No feeling. And no feeling. Yeah. And no yeah. awareness of like, yeah, like that whole section of it and like the words and right. where those things take you or whatever. The storytelling or whatever. And so that's why I think when you like self-deprecate and are like, I'm not a musician, blah, 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 and all this stuff, it's like, well, you know, you have you have made a very important contribution to like how I view music and what I get out of it and stuff. Well, that's you cool. Know. I mean, like, so, I, I guess... Don't sell yourself short, well. bitch. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. Don't let anybody call you a bitch. <laughs> Nobody except you. <laughs> um, yeah, I think like I came at like the idea of like playing music from a very floppy sort of overly confident state, 
you know, like... Of, you thought you could sit down at my drums and play Smashing Pumpkins. Right. On drums. Right. And it's like, no, you don't get it. Right. No, I didn't get it because I just had no experience. Yeah. And so I think, like, sometimes zero experience gives you the freedom to just, like, fuck around with stuff and figure it out. Yeah. And sometimes it just crushes you with, like, the reality that like you're never going to do this thing you thought was possible you know what i mean so it's it's kind of a but it's it's also called playing music it's not called like working music (laughs) or like uh yeah like like i guess you can study music or whatever but it's called playing music right so it's like supposed to be play and supposed to be fun right and i feel like even now and like part of the reason why i don't do a whole lot of stuff with music is because like it's not really necessarily a super fun thing for me. Yeah, so and I that's the part of music that I think is hard for me to understand for you because um you know like after you were in the slam band for like five or more years you've had a couple other stunts of like playing music, playing bass uh, mainly yeah. with some other bands, some other people here and there. Right, I learned to play bass at one point and then started playing yeah, in you, Slam's band again. I right. quit. I was a drummer, came back, played right. bass, and became and did that for a long time. Basically a bassist, I mean, more yeah. than anything else. I think you've spent the most time playing bass, actually, mm-hmm. than all your other instruments, you know, except for piano. But you never really played piano uh, for people, you know. It was just more, more like for practice. Yeah. Um. So, like, you know, being a bassist and, you know, I think you had some positive experiences. I think people enjoyed your bass playing i think your band enjoyed it i mean you you at least understand that like your playing of music whether it's drums bass whatever you know people are like into it i mean i think you understand that on like a logical rational level but like when it comes down to like hey do you want to play some music i think your first reaction is to say no yeah i don't want to play music and yeah that's hard for me to understand because you can, because you just have the ability to. Yeah. And for me, it's like if I had the ability to do it, it would be fun. I would do it every time yeah. I was presented with the opportunity. Yeah. Which is what you would think. Like, that's what it should be like. And do you know why it isn't that way for you? Like, have you come to some kind of conclusion? I think it's because I have, like, just a lot of hangups around it. It's, like, hard for me. Even though maybe it sounds good, it's I feel like it sounds good or I do a good job because like I like put a huge amount of pressure on myself to yeah. do good at it. Yeah. And like learn this and learn that and figure out what to do here and like how to do this or whatever. So, so perfectionism that comes it's into play. Like, it's stressful. So, so probably, yeah. you know, like now and more recently, I'm more than ever uh, like equipped to do it in a healthy way i think so which is funny and kind of sucks because it's like i'm not you're not actively seeking it out you're not in a band you're not really like working on it no yeah yeah but you know who knows what'll happen well i mean so like when we you know going back a little bit when we realized we're gonna lose our uh dream house and you know money was starting to be a problem and things were kind of starting to go in the toilet for whatever reason, I had this <clears throat> crazy thought where I was like, I'm, I know what we'll do. I know what we'll do for money, for Got extra it. money. Figured it out. It just like popped into my head immediately. I was like, we'll just go play gigs for money. Like you and me. 
I mean, that really was a fantasy idea. And like, again, at the time when I had that thought, again, it is not based in the reality of what it takes to do that and how both people have to really want that Yeah, and how you work together to do that. Yeah, and you practice and you have certain skills that you develop over time and blah blah blah. You yeah. You it was kinda like sitting down at my drums for the right. first time and going, I'm gonna play a Jimmy Chamberlain's drum part from this right. song like perfectly. Because yeah. it's easy. Because I know it, it sounds so I know it. Time. I know what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Well I think um I was like it, I came at it from the gimmick, which is what I do. I'm like, hey, here's a cool gimmick. We lost our house. Well we're a husband and wife team. Yeah. We're making the money. Yeah. Building it back up. We're going to do this. Up instead of tearing them down. We're, we're going like, to do this like punk rock thing. We're, the, we're Northern just California gonna... Jack White and Meg, <laughs> Jack and Meg White. Yeah. And you yeah. Know, yeah. We're a team. We're a team babe, in fact. Yeah. And you know, yeah, I if love. If you'd only had that concept, then <laughs> who knows where we'd be today. Who knows what team babe would be today? Well, I know what it is today. 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 This day. You know, I love the White Stripes. Yeah. Because they're sloppy and, you know, they make it work with two people and they don't need a bunch of, like, fancy stuff. And I'm all about, like, hey, just get your shit that you got in around and, like, put it together and make some shit and see what happens. And that is not necessarily, like, music. <laughs> but that's my attitude. Totally. You know, not everybody enjoys that attitude. Well, I mean, you had like a bunch of, uh, you know, you did some singing. I mean, yeah, I've done some singing. I mean, I've tried to do some singing. I've actually taken singing lessons uh, a few times. Yeah. You know, like, and. I'm still waiting for that rendition of My Heart Will Go On or whatever (laughs) from Titanic. Uh, Never going to happen. Actually, I have a, (laughs) I have a tape recording from my lesson in Fortuna, where I was singing a Bat Midler song that my teacher made me sing. Oh, what song? What, did we, what? the rose? That's a hard song. Probably. So, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't. This think lady I could tell you what it is. Or... I, I gotta tell you, this lady, like, she was she was nice. She did her best. Um, I probably took singing lessons from her for like two or three months or something, and um. I even went and like sang in her choir at church, at her church in Eureka. Wow. And because I was Was it like a like a clapping, no. like sing? No, it was like your thing. It was like hymns and shit, oh. like real very serious. What a bummer. Did you have to put like a, a robe on or something? No, well, I never I wasn't good enough to like sing in to the robe up. in the service. <laughs> robe up. <laughs> I was only good enough to sing when no one was there with the uh, other, you know, people that were nice enough to like, you know, include me or whatever. So she was like the choir leader, you know, and she's like, okay, so here's your hymnal. This is a four part harmony. I want you to sing this line. Given I can't read music. And she's been giving me sheet music this whole time, not teaching me to read music. Just like, this is your sheet music. Now you sing this. I'll play piano and you sing these words. I'm like, I've never listened to any of this music before. I have no idea how it goes. So I'm just like. Oh, man, that must have been awful. Oh, it was so hard. It was so hard. And so 
Would she like hum like the part for you no. or something? Anything when she? Oh, did she'd that? just sing it. She'd sing a line. Oh, here's a line of the rose by Batman. Like, okay, now you sing it. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was like, I don't know the song, lady. It's <laughs> crazy. I like. I kind of like it. I kind of, but it's kind of like, wow. I, I imagine that being very uncomfortable. It was really uncomfortable. Then she recorded it. And then especially she, when you're singing for Jesus. Oh, and then she'd play it back for me, and at then the church. She'd be like, "Do you hear that?" I'm like. I guess, but I don't know how the song goes, so I don't know what I'm doing wrong. So, like, you know, um, anyway, I went and I went and sang with the choir, and I I got a handle on what a four four part harmony is, even though I couldn't read the music. Like, I I, I yeah, got it. You heard that different groups were doing different things and stuff like. Yep, that. and I understood where I was supposed to be and couldn't do it, you know. And so, at the end of like the three months or whatever it was, we had to move. And I said to her, I was like, you know, I'm going to move to Reading. And I'm like, I am enjoying taking voice lessons. I'm like, it's really hard, but I do enjoy it. I was like, I'm thinking about continuing taking voice lessons when I go back to Reading. And I was like, is there somebody you'd recommend? Do you know anybody over there? Or, and then I started, she started kind of looking at me and I was like, or do you like recommend I even continue taking voice lessons? And she was like, well, you know, if I was going to be really honest with you, <laughs> I really don't think you should take voice lessons anymore. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. I mean, like she was pretty. That's fucked up. Yeah. She was pretty cruel. In the end, she was just kind of like, I think glad to be rid of me and didn't want to make someone else work really hard to teach somebody to sing. You know what I mean? <laughs> And I was like, um, okay. And so when we moved back to writing. That's so mean. Yeah. I never pursued it. But I wanted well, we to. we got to get you some voice lessons. I'm starting a Kickstarter right now. <laughs> if you go to <laughs> Team Babe 4, no. the letter, or no. the number 4, no. life dot. No. Hello? No. <laughs> or wait, what is it? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> are you talking about our website? I mean, What's our email address? It's hello. Like, hello. <laughs> at teambabe.life. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So I added some shit in there. Yeah. F- no, no number four. Don't do the one I did. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, like, maybe she did me a favor. I don't know. But, like, I, yeah, I guess I've I've tried. I've tried to, like, sort of learn how to do it. But it's so hard to start as an adult. Yeah, it is. It's much harder to start as an adult. Yeah. And like, I mean, (sighs) (laughs) like I tried to teach you. I know. We tried to work on some singing stuff. Oh, it's horrible. And it's very frustrating, you know, when you have like, uh, like. Well, you have a relationship, one. You got like, there's emotions. Yeah. Well, me trying to teach you things, that's not to like. Oh my gosh. Has like, not gone well in the past. Well, like driving a stick shift. Oh boy. Bad. Ended in tears. Uh, algebra. Ended in tears. Nope. <laughs> You're going to have to go to the math lab and get like somebody else yeah. to teach you how to do this. Yeah. Uh, any other number of things, including singing. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just, I'm not, I'm not, not I'm not a teacher. I You're guess. not a teacher. Yeah. You're not. And, like, I didn't really understand that. I thought anybody that knows how to do something can be a teacher. But, yeah, Special that's, not, skill. that's not really true. And, like, I think you're just more of an, an artist. Asshole. No, <laughs> I was going to say an artist. 
Oh, sorry. I was trying to read your mind. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, but you sang even before that. You were crazy about Madonna. You were crazy about movies. You I brought was. The two of those things came together in a, a divine uh, <laughs> mishmash of uh, movie and singing delight. Oh. In what, like 93? I think that's generous. 92. 91. In the mo- 91 in the movie Dick Tracy by Warner Brothers. Pictures. So, so right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I um I loved that movie. I loved Madonna. So I was in the talent show in sixth grade. And Fuck I yeah, did you rock that shit? I sang um more from Dick Tracy. And like I didn't even bother getting a track that was like they removed the words. I mean, that I makes it sang over the top of yeah. yeah. Um but, but I had good. a good that's had, good. That's a good move. I dressed up, I had my costume. Um, I knew all my hand motions. Oh yeah, you know, I those tra- sixth grade dudes were probably like, "Whoa!" It was really funny because, um, obviously, no one knew me as uh, singing or doing any kind of performing at all. Yeah. So I, I just brought all my stuff in like a plastic bag and like stuffed it in my backpack. And like at the very last second, I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna be on the talent show." So I'll put my name on the list like five minutes before it's going to start or whatever. I'll, like go in the bathroom at school, like change into my mom's like 1970s sparkly like floor length gown. Right. And like. Um, were your parents at the thing? No. Because yeah. they were like, are you going to be on it? I was like, I don't know. I'm just going to go watch. They're like, okay. So we had like a 300 people in our class though. And. um that was our total like sixth grade class. And so um, they're all sitting there in the cafeteria, you know, and I get up there to sing and like, they're like, I got done singing and I was like, well, that was fun. Like, I think that went okay. And everyone was just like looking at me like, what just happened? Like the, like the clapping did not happen for like <laughs> 10 or 15 seconds. Like people were just like, I don't understand. Why? Why? Because because it was such a like a surprise for them to yeah. see you doing it, or it was so bad. I don't think it was that bad. I mean, I yeah. think it was okay. You know, like yeah. for a eleven year old, <laughs> I think it was okay. Sure. Um, no, I think they were just like shocked. Wow, it was weird. That they were super wild, shocked. Man. But I here's what the thing. What made you want to do that? Well, but here's the thing, though. I had all these motions, right? Oh, you had your dance all planned out, like. Well, from Dick Tracy. From Dick Tracy. Yeah. So I just copied all that from the movie, but a lot of it's really sexy. Like there's a lot of innuendo and stuff that's in that little. <laughs> so I think that was part of it. Oh. But to me, I was like. That's just the movie. Hey, <laughs> shit, I've been watching Madonna <laughs> like a prayer or whatever the fuck, like a virgin since yeah. I was like four years old. Yeah. So this the is hell? no big deal. I know what's going on. I could touch my boobs and my butt in a talent show, right? Like, I mean like. So crass. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so what made me want to do it? I just loved Madonna so much. I just loved that movie How so could much. You not? I just wanted to be part of it. Yeah. And you were. I mean, and it was so, fun. Yeah, I feel like there there is like there's enough of this this thing, this like you know performer thing or whatever, to where you just can't give up on this. <laughs> <laughs> just can't give up on this Madonna dream. I think we just got to get you back in voice lessons. We got to get you a teacher <laughs> who 
<laughs> believes in the dream. Believes in you and is also like really nice, but is also <laughs> like you can't you're not matching this pitch and then they don't make you cry. Okay. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what we're gonna work on. And then once I get that all handled, does that mean that we're gonna play music together again? Yeah. Okay, so like five or six years from now. <laughs> I think I just said that on camera and audio tape. Uh-oh. So, whoopsie. You're trapped now. I'm trapped. You can play this back a bazillion <laughs> times. I can't and wait. And play it for the judge. And I they'll can't... be like, hey, you fucking said you were going to do it. So I can't wait. I think we should play a cover. I'll, I'll give you the next five years. I'll think right about now? It. No, 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 no. But no. I got you got to give it to your mama. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm I'm not going to do karaoke on a podcast. Uh, Is there a karaoke podcast? Oh, shit. Don't, shh, don't tell them. I might have to invent that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, your, your musical career has been storied um, and has had a lot of uh, ups and downs. You yeah. Know? From the mostly downs talent show <laughs> to listening to Paul Simon, oh yeah, and then discovering um, what? Oh, okay. Here's a question I have for you. Okay, what made you so fucking judgmental about rock and roll music? I thought it was better than that. Why? <laughs> oh, it's so sad. I'm gonna keep this brief, but um. So I went through a phase of thinking that I was a genius, mostly because my parents constantly told me I was a genius. Uh-huh. I was good at school, so these things lined up in my childlike mind, right? And um, I knew that if you're going to be a smart person, right, like a genius, that you participate in the upper echelon of things, like oh classical music. Wow. And... Um, literature and fine wine no i'm just kidding <laughs> and uh Doing wine tastings when you're like nine yeah and you're you like, yeah, you know tannins. you graduate early and you graduate college early and you become a doctor i mean you know whatever, yeah and you right? have an infinity q45 <laughs> and you fucking rock yeah and you're just like so smart that and rocking to you means going to a vivaldi concert that's right or in your Armani cashmere coat. I mean, right. Like I had this all lined out. So to me, when grunge like hit, it was like, I had this like old rock and roll background, you know, like fifties like rock, like the, even like pre rock. Yeah. Pre rock. Like that was my rock, like music experience. And then I had pop, which was like Madonna and, you know, like Janet Jackson and stuff like that. Right. But really like, what did I spend time listening to? It was like, Tony Bennett and uh, Paul Simon and classical music and opera and and your um, parents are old as dirt so yeah. the music that they played would be like from the 50s right right so like when Wayne's World came out I refused to watch it hell yeah you're too good for that shit yeah when um, you know like Nirvana came out I was like I'm gonna listen to that who's this joker this Kurt Cobain fool that's for white trash losers Who's this uh, <laughs> guy that's changing the face of uh, music, you know, forever? Uh, yeah. So it's like, 
I'm not going to participate in that bullshit because like I'm better than that. And if I do participate in it, I'm going to be just like everybody else and I'm not going to get where I want to go. Wow. Yeah. To New York with your infinity Q45. And my cashmere coat. And, uh, but like time passed and like the difference between like 93 being in eighth grade and 94 being in high school once I got into high school and I realized it was all just a big joke and somebody was like, ha ha, gotcha. I was like, oh, fuck Grunge. this. Like, I am so done trying to get an A++ on a 4.5 GPA and all this shit because I think I'm going to go to like some Ivy League school, school or whatever. I was like, I'm just going to do nothing. <laughs> I'm not a part of your system. That's right. And so like all the grunge stuff just started making a whole lot of sense all of a sudden. And oh, yeah. so by like 95, I was like super into it. And that's why it was just kind of like, I just turned off the dream of like, I'm going to be some, first of all, I realized I wasn't a genius. And second of all, I realized I wasn't going to go to Ivy league school because I wasn't smart enough and I didn't have the money. I mean like, so all that stuff that like negative kind of like you fucked me, like went right along with like, grunge and i was like oh hell yeah <laughs> i can 100 percent get behind this with all my anger you know yeah very yeah very good for for the anger thing so by the time we met we were both like completely entrenched and like angry like music oh yeah for sure i mean it was it was a hell of a time <laughs> kurt cobain all the all the Seattle grunge. We got super into Stone Temple Pilots. Super into it. Yep. Yeah, man. Lady Picture Show. Yeah. I can. Hey, that's a karaoke track. You might hear me sing. All right. Well, look for that on our podcast. No. Uh, <laughs> musical we or us in parentheses. Oh, God. Parenthesis. Jesus Christ. How about I say it like a normal person? Parentheses. Um, yeah, why don't you? <laughs> I know that I was waiting for that note to come from the producer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, it's been, it's been, it's been a ride, man. So what's next for you in music? What what's you, next what, for me? What well, are you going to do? I've learned a lot, uh, from this whole podcast thing. I've learned that I apparently, uh, deeply desire to be a rock star. So awesome. I'm definitely going to do that. Okay. Um, several years ago, you made me make a promise that I would write a song, a song. You put no other requirements on it Yeah. before my 40th birthday. Guess how old I am right now? 29. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's working. I'm shaving uh, 11 years. Um, no, yeah, I'm 40. Okay. So yeah. I, f I failed that promise. I, I, and I didn't even have to sing on the track. So I removed <laughs> that requirement. Yeah, there was nothing. <laughs> it just had to be a song. Just a song. You got halfway there. You recorded some stuff. You were halfway there. Oh, uh, that was not halfway there. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, whatever. I mean, I guess I could do anything and that would fulfill that, but I haven't so, even done that, do which makes it even more lame. So Is that in the future? You're going to you're going to finish it. I'm going to make that track maybe. Yeah, like much like uh Mortal Kombat, I will finish him. Finish him. 
Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'll probably play some music. I really don't have any plans as of right now, but like, you know, okay. I'm always open to it. It's just like I, when I play music now, I want it to be something that I really want to do. And I want to like, it'd be cool if it was like, you know, something that was close to what, like my, oh my God, if it was like close to my heart, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. I can't you know? wait for that. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to keep an so, eye out for that. So coming in the summer of 2020, uh, Jason's heart uh, storms the stages uh, in uh, theaters and rock and roll clubs across the nation. Wow. You're hearing it here first, folks. Um, okay. Well, I'm going to hold yeah, you to that. That's not going to happen. Okay. But yeah, no, I'm open to doing some shit. But I think first we got to get you those music lessons. We got to Yeah, we got to we got to get that get that figured out. You so. know what I'd be happy with though? What? Like in my off time, like I had enough time and I was just like I want to have some fun. Yeah. Rage Against the Machine cover band. Okay. I play bass. I don't even have to sing. I just play bass. Yeah, it's hard to play bass and sing at the same time. I, I'm not going to do that. That's I'm just, actually, though. I'm just going to play bass. So, oh, hey, man. if you're out there and you're like, oh, dude, I totally want to have a Raging Up Smishing and cover band, uh, drop me a line. Hit us up at... Hello. Hello. See the eyebrows? Hello. Hello. At teambabe.life. Hell yeah. Did I get it? You got it. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Bumping Cheer- mics like the pros. Cheers to that. Cheers to that, babe. Okay. Well, it's been a hell of a ride and uh music. music. Musical we. Music forever. I love you, babe. Love you too, babe.